Hello Aquarius, welcome to Cancer season. We are in the time of year that is coming close to your halfway point. If you're an Aquarius sun, we're getting close to your half birthday. And what's happening astrologically right now feels kind of like a halfway point. It feels like a reflection moment and a good time to uh, take stock of <laughs> The situation. Assess the situation. As we move into cancer season, I am feeling you in a moment of relative calm, and it feels like a little bit of calm before the storm or calm inside the storm. There's a lot that's shifting, but cancer season is also asking you to take a step back, survey the landscape, and again, you know, assess the situation. What is changing and how do you need to orient yourself practically, logistically, structurally, materially, financially, energetically, and really importantly, relationally for the next steps. Um, this is a season that I think asks us all on a collective level to take a step back. And unfortunately, the vibe for a lot of people will not allow for that. Um, there's a fair amount of turmoil and nobody needs astrology to tell them that in the collective atmosphere. Um, a lot is happening for people in many different realms that is quite destabilizing. And then for our globe as a whole, um, we're really in a moment of crisis. And my curiosity for you, without knowing the specifics of your life, is can you pace yourself through this time, but can you work diligently and systematically through a process that feels inherently kind of chaotic and messy. Um, you're navigating some points of unknown right now and you're really trying to restructure some very foundational aspects of your life and your relationships and your sense of stability and how you're caring for yourself and you know the kind of more functional parts of your life. And this requires you to steady yourself in your nervous system. It requires you to be mature and self-aware and response-able in your relationships, especially. Um, it really requires you to tune in with old reactive patterns, defensive mechanisms, um, ways of being that are not supportive of how you want to grow in the realms of your life that have everything to do with your functionality, with your day-to-day, -day, with the ways that you support yourself and survive. And relationships are certainly a fundamental aspect um, of that. So we enter into cancer season and things are busy in your chart for the first week or so from the solstice until the first quarter moon <clears throat> around the 26th or the 27th. Um, there's a lot of activity in your chart and there's a momentum for you right now in the realm of relationships to 
I'm going to say to clarify your intentions. Um, and on a personal level, this is, this is for you to reflect and meditate with what kind of relationships do you want? Um, Aquarius as an archetypal energy is often spoken about as an energy that can be cold or distant or kind of detached and non-emotional. Um, I know many Aquarian people who are incredibly tender and there's a lot that's going on in your chart beside, you know, whatever you might be identifying with your sun, your rising, maybe your moon sign. And if you're an Aquarius identified person, then I think you know something about feeling like an outsider. And I think you also know something about a nervous system experience in your own body that can feel like it puts you at a great distance. And Aquarius is a sign that is highly intelligent and capable of intaking a lot of information but it's not always a sign that has a lot of capacity to process the information emotionally. And Aquarians often need time and distance to figure out like how they're feeling and what the feelings are. And a lot of you are absorbing so much information from your environments. And in particular, if you're absorbing emotional information, it can take some time to figure out how do you want to respond. So I want to encourage you over the course of Cancer, Leo, Virgo, <laughs> Libra, and into Scorpio season, so into November of this year, to be curious and interested in your own emotional processes, particularly around relationships and bonds, and particularly around the feelings that can come up in relationships and bonds that have to do with what you have to do. So many of us have some, you know, narrative, some kind of story that we tell about what we have to do for the other person or what we have to do because of the role that we're in or what we have to do in order to get the love and the care and the attention that we need. And what's coming up for me as I kind of tune into your chart is a question around what is necessary labor for you? What is actually what you have to do to maintain your relationships and to contribute to their vibrancy and stability and wellness? And where are you assuming labor and responsibility that not only you don't have to do, but by assuming it, you make your relationships harder? And one example take it or leave it, you know, maybe it resonates for you. But one example is there's a lot of people who orient around caregiving, right? And like caretaker types. And there may be a feeling that they have that they have to take care of other people in order to get love and care. There is a cultural, you know, toxin, I think, like, and, and this toxin has built a lot of structures around it. Like there's a lot of cultural ideas that resonate around gender roles and gender roles can exist in same-sex partnerships, um, you know, where, where a person who embodies like maybe a more masculine role needs to make money, you know, and a person who embodies potentially a more feminine role needs to be the nurturer, the caretaker, the home, uh, the, the person that cares for the home or something like that. Those roles might be really appropriate for certain dynamics, 
where everybody is in agreement with their roles. But very frequently, um, we've internalized ideas about what we have to do in our relationships that then have us acting out of alignment with what we want to do, what we're capable of doing, what we have the resources to do, and the ways in which we want to be that would actually represent us in our authenticity. And so a lot of times we're assuming roles and it's keeping us from true intimacy because it's like, well, I have to do this in order to get this person's love. But the thing I'm doing is actually thwarting my capacity to love. And then it's thwarting my capacity to receive love. And I'm not feeling like I'm myself. So I'm not seen and witnessed and appreciated. And, you know, then we've got a whole mess from there. So meditate on the notion of responsibility as the idea of, you know, the ought to's and the shoulds and the things that you need to uphold and maintain. And then meditate on response ability as opposed to reactivity or automation, right? Like if you're on autopilot and it's like, this is what I have to do. You're not necessarily being response able because your partner or someone like that might be telling you that they don't really need you to do what you think you have to do. And then you're just in your autopilot and you're reacting, you're, you know, getting stirred up in the moment, but you're not actually response able. You can't hear them. You can't see their cues. And then it's like, you might be spinning your wheels. You might actually be creating distress for yourself or for other people. So the first week of cancer season, to get back to this first week, feels like you're really busy. It feels like there's a lot of, of pieces kind of moving around. A lot of you have a lot of energy to be creating something new right now. A lot of, um, there's a lot of energy in the Aquarius charts for a new sense of home and stability and family. And how you might be thinking about that is varied across the Aquarian uh, spectrum of potentiality. But it feels like a lot of you are trying to create new conditions for yourself and you're thinking about it and you're engaging in it. And as we move into cancer season, you're busy and you got a lot of things going on. You got a lot of things that you're juggling and it feels like you are in a kind of creative mode. And this is a period of time that is very rich and full of opportunity for relational growth, particularly when it comes to co-creation of home and family or um, collaboration around building some kind of uh, foundational entity. You know, some folks are looking at new business partnerships or something like that, or you might be thinking about working in ways uh, uh, relationally that are not maybe specific to certain other people, but allow you a particular kind of stability or foundation. And so you're in a place of um, a lot of potential and creativity right now in the ways that you meet your relationships and in the ways your relationships then have something to do with what supports and stabilizes you in your life right now. And when you think about you know, going out into the world and being the person that you're going to be and doing the things that you need to do. It's like societally, we put a lot of emphasis on who are you in the world, but who are you when you come home at night? What are you coming home to? We all need to take off 
are masks that we have to wear in the outer world. It's like, you might be the president of the United States or something like that, but it's, it's like, believe it or not, Joe Biden is a human being. It's like, he, like you can occupy whatever position you occupy in the world, but everybody needs to be able to unwind. Everybody needs to be able to let that go and to come back into their humanity, into the felt sense of their body, into a space of rest and emotional decompression, psychic decompression. I am really curious where and how you get that space and time right now and what you are cultivating in your life that can allow for that. And I want to say that if you don't have that right now, and there are many reasons why you might not have that, how can you carve out a moment or two here or there and then really make it a ritual? Um, your chart needs you to be exploring your own sense of personal intimacy and groundedness and connection with your own truth so that you can engage creatively and dynamically in the world with what you're doing, with how you're providing for yourself and in the relationships that you are navigating. As we move out of June and into July, it is an incredibly uh, poignant and potent period of time in the collective emotional body. And in the Aquarius charts, this period of time feels again, dynamic and creative. And it also feels like there are a lot of details to attend to. And I think that there's a lot of emotional details and emotional sorting that needs to get attended to. And one thing that's coming up for me is how the pressures of the mundane world become emotional pressure. So if you, you know, come home and it's like you want to rest, but you got to clean up after your kids and then you have to pay the bills and then you have to do this other thing. And then somebody's asking you for this thing and you're, you know, it's like your environment is chaotic or it doesn't allow you to rest. Then the buildup of the mundane reality starts to wear on you energetically and psychically and spiritually. And one of the main messages that's coming through in my interpretation for you in cancer season is how deeply you need to care for yourself and give yourself the time and the space that is required for you to process the emotional content. And there is a kind of urgency in your chart right now to process effectively and to not be avoidant. So when I'm like, give yourself the time and the space, I'm saying now and day to day, how do you give yourself that time and space? Not can you take it in three months and, and not can you take it next year? You need to take it now. And if, you, and if that means you can only take 10 minutes where you put on your noise canceling headphones and you know, tell your family not to talk to you. And it's like, I'm going to go outside and just deeply, deeply be with my own self for 10 minutes, then that's what you have. But if you don't create that time and space for yourself, then one of the potential outcomes of that is that you are 
emotionally chaotic in cancer season. <laughs> Cancerian energy is not easy for Aquarian energy to navigate. And even if you're an Aquarius person with cancer placements in your own chart, you're going to feel the tension between these two archetypal energies. They want to do really, really different things. And this particular cancer season in 2023 is demanding emotional maturation. It is asking us to get our shit together internally so that we can meet the external circumstances. And the external circumstances for you have a lot to do with your relationships and your partnerships, and they have a lot to do with your uh, functionality and and with your sustenance. How do you get what you need in order to move forward and survive? And that could be money, food, time, whatever, but you're, you're needing to sort a lot. And in order for you to sort and process and do what you need to do, there has to be some level of like emotional intimacy that you have with yourself so that you can know how you feel and, and be able to like, discern what needs your attention when and when things are coming up for you then you can care for them instead of misplacing them thinking that there's something else um this is a period of time when some aquarians are being confronted in relational challenges and relational challenges i don't want to freak you out they can be uh really positive challenges Right? So the word challenge is not implying negative outcome, but it is a implying a period that is um, demanding on you. It's not just an easy flowing time. It's a time that requires your participation. It would like you to be creative. So with any important partners, they could be life partners or spouses or romantic partners, business partners, best friends and collaborators. They can be people who you are building chosen family and home with and not romantic. But we're, we're talking about people who you have to work with somehow. And the way that you are working with them has a lot to do with building and growing something. And over the course of the next several months and and really kind of getting a big blast of energy beginning in, in cancer season, um, there's a lot of, of friction and need for um, heartfelt, heartful, courageous, authentic participation between people and you are being asked to look at your relational patterning. You are being asked to look at the ways uh, that you have oriented towards relationships thus far and to reflect back. And I want to invite you specifically to think back to 2015, eight years ago, um, what was going on for you, like June, July, and August? What lessons were coming in for you at that time around your relationships and partnerships, around your notions of yourself as a person who could partner or relate with others? What have you learned since then? And how do you want to update the operating system now? 
And there are some particular clues in your chart right now around needing to liberate yourself from modes of being and behavior with people that have kept you quote unquote safe, but they've kept you safe because there was some kind of inauthenticity. There was an emotional distance or there was a kind of stagnation around something, um, an unwillingness to change, a kind of settling into some way of being, and then you're staying there because it feels like you can't move or you don't know what the other options are, that's safe, or you've invested in it for a long time. And so like, even though maybe it's not working, I'm already here, you know, like that kind of vibe. There's something that's coming up for me in your charts right now around how do you advocate for your own sovereignty and liberation inside of relationships in ways that don't require you to put up walls or get cold or shut down or go away or erase yourself. How do you bring yourself into intimacy with others and hold the part of you that feels like an outsider? You know, the Aquarian uh, archetype, you know, feeling it's like you've had some kinds of experiences in your life when you were an outsider, you didn't belong. And the feeling of not belonging, not having safety, not being able to trust someone or something, um, look at those patterns right now. Look at how they manifest in your current day-to-day relationships and ask yourself where you can let some things go and get curious about what might be triggering or activating those um, parts of your narrative right now or those patterns in relationship. I think those patterns are ready to change. And alongside or adjacent with those patterns, um, we have issues of what are you attracted to in other people? What compels you into relationship? It can be non-romantic. It can totally be romantic and sexual. Uh, but but what are you trying to get from people? You know, are you are you wanting people who are unavailable? You know, that's like a pretty common <laughs> thing that it seems like people go through. It's like, you know, I really want them when I can't get them, and then when I can get them, I don't want them anymore. What is compelling you, right, about emotional unavailability? How does that allow you actually to stay stagnant and quote unquote safe, right? Like this is the, this is the kind of space that we're trying to, to weed out and unwind from right now. The ways we move into relationship, the ways you move into relationship, how you initiate with other people, what you're going after, how people initiate towards you and then how you respond. And the patterns inside of those dynamics that keep you from your honesty, your integrity, uh, your authenticity, and your growth potential. As, As we move into July, we're moving into a full moon on July 3rd. This is a full moon in Capricorn. Capricorn is an important sign for you. It's the sign that comes just before Aquarius. Uh, Capricorn and Aquarius share um, planetary affiliation with Saturn. And 
when things are happening in Capricorn, and there's been significant movement in Capricorn for a long time now, it is affecting you on a deep unconscious and structural level. And this is a full moon that's kind of highlighting your psychic and psychological space and asking you to attend to your own balance and well-being. Um, my feeling is that this is a full moon that could feel um, all kinds of ways in your body, but it, it <laughs> there's something about it that feels like it almost um, takes you out of your body or some of you, it's, it's like, there's a lot of energy. And so again, you're trying to process a lot and it could be really fun and exciting too. You know, it's like fun, exciting things can happen and it's still a lot. And it's like, oh, okay, I need to process with that. And this is a full moon that really needs you to be tuning into your sense of anchor and stability. It is a full moon that is asking you to stabilize internally and to locate your own axes of support. It's a full moon that might require you to communicate preference and to communicate who you are and what you need and what you want in relationship with other people. And it's also a full moon where you might be receiving some kind of information that then you need to process. On the day before the full moon, on July 2nd, um, Embodied Astrology will host the first of the Cancer Season workshops. We have two this season, both with the lunations. Cancer is ruled by the moon. And so the new moon and the full moon in Cancer Season, especially this year, they're very powerful. We want to be working with them. They really stir up the emotional landscape. And on July 2nd, we're going to be working with Bridget Hickey, who is an artist, a writer, uh, a healer, and a medicine maker. And they are someone who does a lot of work with liminal spaces and energetic support. Their workshop, The Architectures of Protection, good title, right? Um, brings us into the Capricorn Cancer axis. It brings us into the kind of space between contents and container. So how do we hold our own space with support? How do we feel our own containment and protection? But then how do we also grow, right? Not get squeezed and squished by protective mechanisms. In accessing our invisible intimacies and subtle spiritual connections, we can help create containers that grow with us and that evolve through um, changes like the changes that we're experiencing right now. Please come to this workshop. All the EA workshops are available by sliding scale. You can always get the recording if you can't attend live. This is an opportunity for you to meditate and connect in and with your emotional support, your spiritual and subtle body support, and the allies, guides, and guardians that can help you process what's happening right now so that you can grow with and through it. The week following the full moon is a lot of this vibe as well. So there's a lot of emotional content that's being stirred up in the collective. In your chart, I feel you getting busy with it. This is very Aquarian, right? It's like, oh my God, there's a lot of emotion swirling. And then the Aquariuses are like, okay, what do we need to do? Trying to figure it all out. What are the different pieces? Why is it happening? You know, whatever, like getting that kind of distance, big picture thing. But during this period of time, I want to say, friend, you also feel, 
you also have a lot of emotions that you need to process and you really want to hold yourself, give yourself some container and allowance for the feelings to be felt. Sometimes what we have to process cannot only come through our emotive expressions. Sometimes it's going to come through our bodies. And certainly between the full moon and the new moon on July 17th, there might be a lot that's coming up in your physical body as well as in your emotional body. I really want to encourage you to treat yourself well during this time, to drink a lot of water. If you can put your body in water, that would be great. Water is such a helpful ally for you all the time. It really helps you to tune in with the archetypal gift of the Aquarian nature, which is the water bearer. You have to let things flow and move through you. And right now you you are really... Um, served when you nourish yourself and when you allow yourself to be saturated by actually an emotional experience. And so this is a very important time for you to feel your feelings and to be present with them. This is also a time when other people might really need you to hold space for their feelings. And so again, you might need to be processing a lot. And emotional labor is um, an, it's an incredible labor. And to do it well, you know, we, we have to be giving to ourselves. And so I, I can't encourage you enough to practice self-care during this time and to care for yourself exquisitely, whatever that means to you. Mid-July, we get into a pretty significant energetic shift. And in your chart, this feels very dynamic on the relational level. From, from June through November, October, October, November of this year, relationships are a major theme. Partnerships are a major theme. Uh, working with, working out, working through the stuff that comes up between people and the stuff that comes up internally that then gets between people. Um, some important conversations are needing to happen and beginning mid-July, it feels like you have the support and the readiness. You are very well served at this time to take your time and to move slowly. Um, and I also in that wanna say, be mindful of stagnation and avoidance. You need to move towards the thing whatever it is, you don't avoid it. When I'm saying it's okay to take your time and move slow, I'm saying that with the caveat that you need to keep moving. Don't put the conversations off. If people are bringing them to you, don't run away from them. Make space for them. Ground yourself frequently. Feel whatever parts of your body are in contact with the earth. Try and feel all the way down to earth energy. Remind yourself that life is fleeting and temporary. <laughs> that the, you know, if you're dealing with other people, that these people uh, are, are, you know, just here for a moment, that you're just here for a moment. Try not to get freaked out or consumed by the past or by the future. Be invested in the creative potential of the current moment. You have so much 
potential to be creative with people right now. And some of you are out there making your dreams come true. And I hope that anybody listening to this podcast is someone like that. You can make your dreams come true with community right now, with partnership, with home, with family. It takes an immense amount of courage and bravery to make your dreams come true. It requires you to be honest about who you are and what you want. It requires you to be honest about who other people are and what they want, to listen to what they're saying and believe them. I can't tell you how many relationship readings I do with people who've been together forever, right, for so long, and they won't listen to each other. They, it's like somebody is saying, this is who I am. And the other person has their fingers in their ears and they're like, la, la, la. <laughs> Just convinced that they can get their partner to be someone who their partner isn't. How much time do we give to the potential of things or to our fantasies about them? This is a time for you and anybody who you're collaborating with to be brave, coraggio, yeah, courage, the root word is the same word as the heart, le coeur. You have to be in your heart right now. And to be in your heart means that you are really listening to yourself, that you are willing to advocate for what you want and need, and also that you can be receptive to what other people are telling you, and that you can approach the dynamic of the relationship as a friend. And this feels important to note here as well that the quality of your relationships, um, it, it wants some creative space around it. And if you are in relational dynamics where you might be tempted to put yourself or somebody else in a box because, you know, they're your husband or your wife or you're, you know, you started this thing together back in 1995 and like now you're this thing to each other. It's like, fuck it. People are evolving energetic beings. We change. Can you be current with the you right now and current with whoever you're engaged with? And from that space, consider the future. What are you working towards? You have so much potential to be creative with people right now. It's, it's, it feels really exciting and it also feels challenging. It feels kind of scary. It's like, are you going to say how you actually feel? If you do, then we have some responsibility. If you don't, reactivity all the way. Lying, you know, masking. That, is, that leads us nowhere. That does not lead to intimacy. That does not lead to creativity. It's sometimes counterintuitive to be honest because it's like, uh-oh, this is not what somebody wants to hear but it might be what they need to hear and it might be what you need to say for your own liberation. July 17th, we have the new moon in Cancer. Again, on the collective level, really big emotional waves at the Lunations this season. Some of you, I don't know how it couldn't be all of you or all of us, it's a heartbreaking time on planet Earth. It is devastating. And it feels like this is a new moon that really resonates with a lot of collective grief and with the need for us to bring ourselves 
to that grief with 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 what what we can with what we have to not ignore it to be present with the circumstances with the conditions that we are in this feels like a time of a lot of emotional labor and a demand for the the for the collective to do emotional labor for us to process where we are and why it's like this and how do we get somewhere else we can't just jump into the future we have to feel what's here right now so there's a new moon that it, it feels like it's really stirring up the collective feeling pot. And in your chart, as an Aquarian person who really resonates on a humanitarian level, whether or not you're even thinking about the news uh, or other people at this time, you're metabolizing collective energy. Please care for yourself exquisitely. The, around this new moon, you really need some self-care. Drink a lot of water. A lot of water. Cleanse yourself. I would say that this is also a period of time when I would advise against um, con consuming um, substances that would cloud your perceptive awareness. So if you're going to like take some kind of substance that enhances your perceptive awareness, do it ceremonially, do it intentionally, but don't, uh, around this new moon, especially with alcohol, especially with like, you know, it's like the way that when I'm saying maybe you're emotionally full and like you need to process and there's a lot to process, a lot of us don't give ourselves the time and space that we need to decompress and instead what we give ourselves is a glass of wine or something or maybe like a whole bottle. Try and avoid that around the new moon. Give yourself space and time. Go take a bath, drink some water, take a walk alone, cry, drink, drink lots of water. But don't get into like coping stuff around this time because it, it has emotional consequences that I don't think you want to take on. Um, the day before the new moon on July 16th, we have the second of our cancer season workshops. And I think this would be an amazing workshop for you to come to. I think it would feel like drinking a glass of wine, actually. I think it would kind of allow you that emotional decompression space. Um, this, this new moon workshop with Jules Eskinka is, uh, Latinx love letters, love songs to the moon. Um, this is the first bilingual embodied astrology workshop. I'm really excited about that. If you are a person who speaks Spanish or you're learning or you just want to come and be with Jules, who's going to be Zooming in with us from Mexico City, uh, presenting an opportunity to get to know the, um, uh, the Mayan cosmology uh, deity Ixchel, the goddess of fertility and birthing and dying and the kind of weaver between the worlds. And as we work with Ixchel, we'll also be working with other lunar entities and influences and our own moon sign placements and writing love letters and love songs to our own lunar energies. This is the kind of processing space I really want you to have right now, Aquarius. I want you to be around people who are tender and like supportive and, you know, can engage in a feeling tone space that will allow you to give yourself a little bit of nurturing and care. It feels really important for you to have that right now. I really hope you come. Um, you can also catch me every Monday, 8 to 9.30 a.m. Pacific in the Embodied Astrology Somatic Space on Zoom, where we do 
embodiment process with the week ahead astrology. We'll meditate, we'll move, we'll do guided visualizations and different practices that help us metabolize and filter and come into relationship with this week's astral energies in ways that are supportive. Um, in general, it feels like all of us need support right now. There's not enough support. And so when you can get support, please take it. Um, if you can't attend our events live, you can always get the recording. Everything is available by sliding scale. Um, check it out. Embodied astrology is so many things beyond these horoscopes, and it is a really vibrant community. And our community members are people who are deeply invested in astrology and the application and synthesis of astrology with other modalities. Um, next month in Leo season, we're going to be working with Gabs Tossi, who is a photographer and a storyteller, and they're going to take us on a journey over the four weeks of Leo season into explorations of the cardinal angles in our charts, the ascendant, descendant, nadir, and zenith. And these are points that are just as important, if not more important sometimes than some of your planets. They are just as important as your sun, moon, and rising sign. They have a lot, well, one of them is your rising sign. They have a lot to do with your personality and the setup of your chart. And Gabs is going to take us on an uh, artistic expressive journey of self-portraiture. There's so much emphasis in your chart on relationships right now and on like, you know, do like building what you want to build. And I'm just going to say that it feels like it would be a yummy treat for you to give yourself some time and space to focus on yourself if you are willing. So check out the EA offerings. The last week of cancer season is a very dynamic week. Give yourself support. Response ability is what you are cultivating. I love you, Aquarius. I'm wishing you all the best in cancer season and beyond. Bye for now. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on, and our podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. In our memberships, we also offer a variety of transformational, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, weekly Embodied Astrology movement and meditation classes, a monthly conversation and tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and follow us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening.